Well, here we are. It is time, Simba. If you understand that reference, you might be about the age where we should be working together. It's possible. But it is now one of three times a year that I'm accepting clients for my freedom framework, overcoming food sensitivities and increasing energy without unnecessary restriction. My goal for my one-on-one clients is to take them through frameworks and explore tools for achieving 50, 80, 90% of their goals in just a few months and show them how to continue to heal on their own so they don't need me anymore. Honestly, I think we're doing great one-on-one work here, helping women that would otherwise be falling through the cracks, thinking that they're just aging, that they're just moms, that they just, and it may be true that they just have stress when really those stress hormones and their other core systems just really need some serious support and some serious love to serve them for years to come without symptoms. So if you'd like to clear inflammation, eczema, food sensitivities, or improve energy and brain clarity, I'd love to chat with you. You can book a call with me at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, and that link will be in the show notes. Welcome to The Less Stressed Life, all about making this your time to feel freaking awesome about your life, health, and happiness. This podcast of The Less Stressed Life is hosted by Krista Bigler. Krista is an integrative registered dietitian nutritionist who specializes in reducing food-related stress, inflammation, and symptoms of food sensitivities. She brings over a decade of nutrition expertise and playing with her food to the table. From coaching, teaching, writing, and work within a major food company to behind the scenes for a health celebrity. To learn more, visit lessstresslife.com. Hey there. Thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode of The Less Stress Life. Today, well, actually, I was editing this episode and it took me way back. We, my friend Kylie and I recorded this before the podcast launched earlier this summer. So if we reference some particular times in our lives, it was a few months before. Today, we're going to be, Kylie's going to be talking about her um, diagnosis of what a mainstream term is called adrenal fatigue. So your adrenals sit above your kidneys and um, they're related to stress in some ways, right? But so some of the primary organs I always focus on to be very uh, comprehensive with my clients is looking at, you know, adrenal function or, or signals and signs of stress, um, largely gut health and liver health. And so Kylie's going to talk a little bit about uh, what she found out about her own adrenal health and adrenal fatigue is something sort of used um, really loosely in media and things, but the more technical term is HPA uh, access dysregulation. So hypothalamic pituitary adrenal access dysregulation, and that's a pretty big mouthful. So you can see why the other one kind of is a little more att- uh, attractive, but I just wanted to differentiate that. If you are curious, you can kind of read more about it. It's not just a single pronged approach. There's multiple prongs to it. So this will be interesting to you. If you know anyone that falls asleep, pretty much standing up or just as just crazy crazy, crazy tired. Um, so this will be interesting to you. And she does mention how food is first. And, uh, anyway, we also talked about some food sensitivities. As you know, I focus in food sensitivities, testing and just proper, 
um, application of those. So we can kind of actually reverse those and heal those things. So you'll learn a lot today, I hope, or, um, you'll enjoy Kylie's story a bit about being a shift worker in the oil fields and kind of what that did to her health and how she was able to lose some weight, um, simply with sleeping. So off to the show. Kylie is an empowerment coach for women and the owner of Aloha Unveiled Transformational Coaching. She is the sweetest person. I Let me just tell you that right now. Thank she you. loves working with premenopausal, high-achieving women who are used to getting high-performance results with ease but are currently struggling with low energy issues. That, that resonated with me so much. I think that so many people. So, Kylie, you and I met... Oh, gosh, a couple, a few months ago already. We were in California. We both attended the same marketing conference, and we hung out a lot between sessions. And I just think your personality is so warm and wonderful, and you're the best candidate to be, uh, to be sharing your journey on the less stressed life because your journey is all about stress and how you lost 15 pounds by reducing your stress. So welcome, Kylie. Thank you. It's so great to be here, yes. You know, meeting people in person is what I love. I'm a total extrovert. So, you know, seeing people online and chatting, that's cool. But meeting people in person, live, that's the best thing for me. So it was a pleasure meeting you as well. I know when we first talked, you shared a little bit of your personal story. And today we're going to learn a little bit more about that. And I know it's pretty incredible. Um, and so what I understand is that you um, work in an industry that has, you work, you have a high-stress job. You had a high-stress job. Um, yeah. You took some time off, but basically, I think you were diagnosed with adrenal fatigue. So, tell me what happened when you were first diagnosed with that. What did that look like? Um, did you did you know what it was, and and kind of how how that process rolled played out? You know, I've been living like this for a while. Um, I've had low energy issues. I've been working a twelve hour rotating shift, so I work two weeks of days and two weeks of nights for twelve hours per shift since. Um, 1999. So that's a long time. <laughs> About 18 mm. years I've been working that shift. And my husband also is a shift worker. And so we work in the same industry. And, you know, I'd be coming home from work. And as soon as I would sit on the couch or sit in a chair anywhere to relax, I'd fall asleep, like, quick. And after this was going on for a couple of months, he's like, something's wrong with you. I'm like, no, nothing's wrong with me. I've been working shifting shift work for 18 years. This is just normal. You know, this is what I see my coworkers go through. Like, you know, you sit down in a chair and you kind of doze off when you're on shift. Like, don't let my boss hear that. But, you know, because we're working so many hours and your circadian rhythm is all thrown off. So I'm like, no, this is just normal. I've been doing this for the last how many years? And he he had to really convince me. I mean, I'm pretty healthy. I love paleo. I've been paleo since about 2008 before paleo was even, like, a thing because I tested out, like, my food allergies and stuff because of my low energy issues. And so I've been kind of living healthily for, for a while. And um, he's like, no. Or he had to really convince me for about three months to actually go and see the doctor and get tested. Cause he's like, you have something. I don't know what it is, but something's wrong with you. That's not normal behavior. So I was like, oh. So I went to the doctor, and we took about seven vacutainers, you know, or vials of blood, and he ran, like, this whole gamut of testing. I want to say, like, 30 
things that he tested for. And what happened was, so I ended up, I found out I had mono, right, mononucleosis. I already knew I had candida issues. It's something I've been struggling with since 2008 when I first found out about it. Uh, I also found out about my thyroid issues in 2008, and I've been on hormone replacement therapy since about 2010, and that was when I was still in my early 30s. So I'm in my late 30s now. Um, so I had all of these other things going for me. And then on top of that, he's like, oh, you, your cortisol levels are really low. And the normal person, so a normal person's low level is at 10. I was at 0 0.8. Wow. Yeah. And so he told me, oh, you know, don't worry about it. You know, he's a natural path, so that's, you know, that's totally awesome. But he gave me these supplements, and he's like, okay, but I, what I really need you to do is sleep for 9 to 10 hours a night. And my husband was there, and knowing the shift work schedule that we work, we both, like, were laughing at each other through our eyes across the room. We're like, there's no way I can get 9 hours of sleep a night. I was used to getting 4 to 5 and 6 was like, whoa, I had a good night of sleep or a good day of sleep, depending on what shift I was working. And I, I literally didn't know how I was going to get better. If this is what my doctor is telling me to do, it's physically impossible to do that on my work schedule. So he ended up taking me out, you know, on medical leave. So I was off of work for about three months straight just to get my my body back to sleeping. But even though I had the time off, I wasn't able to sleep past six hours. Like I would always wake up, no matter if I slept early, late, whatever. I really had to learn how to hack my sleep. And I also found out that I had sleep apps. I got my CPAP machine. And for those of you who don't know, a CPAP machine is something that keeps your airway open at night so that you don't cut up your, your breathing so that you're... Um, because what actually happens during sleep apnea is your your airway gets cut off and then your brain signals you to wake yourself up so that you don't die in the middle of the night while you're sleeping. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I have a CPAP machine that keeps my airway open while I sleep. And after I got that, I had the best sleep ever. But for the first couple of weeks of being with the CPAP machine, because my body was so fatigued, I would wake up tired. Like, all I wanted to do was sleep. Like, now that my body have, was getting this real good quality sleep, it just wanted to keep sleeping so that I could recharge. It's kind of like when your iPhone battery kind of gets wasted and you have to keep kind of charging it more often yeah. because your, you know, your lithium-ion battery is, like, getting to the edge of its life. You just kind of have to do, like, a dump and recharge that's what I think was happening with my body. I just couldn't keep my charge. I love I love your analogy there. And actually, I can't <laughs> wait to have my mom listen to this episode because you're talking, and I'm like, this is her because she did shift work for years and years, and I just felt like watching her and growing up and seeing that. She didn't go back to nursing work until I was, I don't know, uh, old enough to stay at home by myself when I was in school with her. But I just kind of remember seeing how it aged her quickly, right? Because when we don't have sleep, 
there's a lot of side effects of that, right? So um, yeah. I'm just I'm really taking in all the things that you had. And I'm like, oh, you know, there's all kinds of light bulbs going off and things. So, um, so were you searching for other answers from other providers before finding the one you found? Not really, because your husband said, you know, you had there's something wrong with you, and then you went into your naturopath. Is that somebody you'd been seeing for a while before, or is, was he new to you? No, so I had been seeing him since 2008, but how I ended up seeing him and changing over from, you know, quote-unquote, Western medicine, regular medicine, to a naturopath is the energy. So I've been working shift work at this point for about 10 years, and my energy started to go. So I hit my 30s, and, it, you know, they say, like, after 40 is downhill. Like, my 30s, I went downhill because of all the shift work. I'm like, what's happening to my body? And I just couldn't get the energy going. Um, and at that time, I got divorced in 2005, 2006, so high stress, you know, newly single mom, um, Work stress was there as well, and um, just the work hours and everything was really starting to get to me, plus being a newly single mom, and I didn't have the energy. So one of my, so my life group leader, or you know, like it's a cell group at my church, she had went to this doctor, and she she started to lose weight, and she's like, yeah, I took this food allergy test, and... You know, she showed me her little list. So they give you, like, this card that you can keep in your wallet. She showed me her list so she couldn't eat stuff like eggs. You know, like, there was about ten things on her list mm-hmm. that she couldn't eat, and she had eliminated those, and she lost weight. So she was a more heavy set lady, and she had slimmed down. You could notice that I, I'm horrible at noticing if people lose weight. So if I noticed it, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, you know, and I was like, yeah, yeah, because I don't need to lose weight. I've never really been overweight, you know what I mean? People say, oh, even when I gained that extra 15 pounds, you know, I'm 5'3", I was 140, so that is not healthy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, people couldn't even tell, but I, I could tell because my clothes were, like, getting right. tight. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, back back to my my friend, she lost weight, but the thing that got me was, she's like, wow, I have, like, the greatest energy ever, and I was like, I need that, so I've been on this quest for more energy ever since I entered into the shift working world, and I hit my 30s, and, you know, all the things that used to work in my 20s didn't work anymore, mm-hmm. yeah, and, I love hearing how this perfect storm kind of happened, and, and how, I love, it's like a domino effect, right, and I feel like so many people come into learning about different things by that whole, the, all those relationships, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, and we, you know, so I was like, yeah, give me the name of your doctor, so I went to see him, we did the blood test, and I found out I'm allergic to 36 different foods. Mm-hmm. Um. Are they anaphylactic? Yeah, are they allergies or are they sensitivities? Do you have like an immediate reaction, like hives or um, something like that, or is it like chronic low-grade inflammation? Yeah, so it's more it's IgG and IgA oh, food yeah. sensitivities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. You're speaking my language a little bit. So cool, cool, cool. 
So you had the candida going on, you had the thyroid stuff going on. Were you already working on things like that before? Not no. Really. Okay. Yeah. So what? No. I had okay. no idea. Mm-hmm. So so you after you got the sleep um, the CPAP machine. So or is that something that you're still using? So the CPAP machine, I'm I'm used to, to using something on my face because of the industry that I work in. So I use a respirator and things, and so it kind of feels the same to that. So it's not a real hassle for me to use it. So so, yeah. you're, so you're getting this best sleep ever. You were no longer waking up tired. How long before, How long did that take? You know, you finally, at what point were you able to get the CPAP machine, start sleeping well, and then when did you really start noticing that difference where it's almost like you got a new battery? It actually didn't happen overnight. I mean, of course, we want everything to happen like, yay, magic. It it took a lot of effort and finding what worked for me, my sleep hygiene habits, the right CPAP adjustments, the right supplements to induce sleep and reduce stress and changing how I react to stress, basically, because I I really needed my cortisol levels to change. And once my cortisol levels started coming back up, I didn't feel like I was getting drugged through the dirt every day. And the biggest thing for me, and I notice it now when I, I can compare what it's like to be like fully awake, fully clear. And then when I start hitting like some of that brain fog that I used to have, I'll tell people that I can't believe I used to drive with this brain fog so I know what I'm feeling today and I can't believe this is what I used to live like every single day in this brain fog like I can't think I can't concentrate you know I'm forgetting things all the time so now I know when I'm slipping into a low energy cycle and how to get back from that actually I never thought I was going back to my job because I thought I was too sick and the shift work was the thing that was really killing me and I was really trying to do this entrepreneurial thing. And, I mean, let's be honest here. Now that I've gone back to work and I'm getting a steadier paycheck, I've talked to some of my entrepreneurial friends. They're like, wow, you look amazing. What happened? I was like, well, I went back to work. And they're like, the same job that got you sick? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, but you look better than you were when you are doing your entrepreneurial stuff. I'm like, because, I mean, to be honest, when I was working the entrepreneurial life, you know, the hustle lifestyle, I think I was working like 16-hour days. Yeah. You know, because you wake up. I live in Hawaii, so our, my time zone is really off. So I have to wake up super early, and then I'll sleep late because I'm working on my own stuff. And, you know, still getting the six to seven hours that I need for me to recharge, but now that I've cut out like all these extra commitments and like really setting up good boundaries since I went back to that 12 hour shift that was a huge so that was like my most recent light bulb moment was setting boundaries is huge like not just you know like if somebody needs something hey you know yeah I can or cannot and I don't feel bad anymore for saying no because I'm protecting my health and I didn't value my health. I mean, as much as I was a health coach or whatever, you know, in the health coaching industry, 
um, as an entrepreneur in the health coaching industry, let me rephrase, you know, it's all about, okay, hustle, get more clients, and exercise more, eat better. It's like, dude, I was doing those things, and then some. And I was so wasted trying to exercise more and eat less. I mean, of course, I was eating the things I was supposed to eat that I wasn't allergic to, but the exercising more and exercising wrong was actually what was keeping me stuck and not getting me to my best energy level. So I had to really adjust how I worked out and when I worked out and really understand my high energy times of the day and what are my low energy times of the day and kind of adjust my schedule around my energy. Here's so many nuggets here. Uh, First off, your self-awareness was huge, right? Um, Just the fact that you kind of found what was working for you through trial and error. Second, I love that you said, you know, eating less or, you know, the right things, but exercising more wasn't working. I think that's a relevant point for our listeners is that, you know, not exercising is not good for us, but over exercising, whatever that might be for us, you know, exercise increases some cortisol levels or increases stress. So um, depending on what your situation is and whatnot, yeah, you're right. And we know that, you know, just eating less and exercising more is not the recipe for success. I mean, we can get some short-term success. I mean, there's different ways to go. There's different ways to do this, to get to the same point, but that doesn't work for a lot of people and people are finding that. And I love, I, I know that's like, part of how you help people you help people that used to get results and then they kind of get to that stuck place um so i just loved all those pieces and i also loved that basically you went back to the same work but you found that because you're managing everything so much better and differently it's not the issue it once was and i just love the boundaries that you said oh the other piece that i was going to mention was that you said yeah when you're doing entrepreneurship you're kind of hustling and there's there's those different schools of thought right and it really feels exhausting when you first get started because you're trying to figure everything out and then sometimes when you find your groove it's kind of like i feel like maybe you're in your groove because you're you're finding this happy place for you, you know, and you don't want to feel like your brain is engaged and you're exactly right about these boundaries. I love, love, love that. So I just wanted to share. I just want to reiterate all the things I loved that you were just saying. Let's talk about the result of this. So you had probably a good month. I don't know how long you were off of work where you were really working on sleeping and improving your sleep and improving your cortisol levels. Um, Was that a few months that you were working on that specifically? Actually, it was over a year. Oh, wow. Yep. I think that's good to know because people have to know, like, that healing is a journey and figuring that all out for sure. Um, and so what was kind of the result? I know that you lost some weight based on it. So you you gained, like, 15 pounds because of some stress, you say, right? And so you can tell me, you know, a little bit more about that, but then you had lost it. So tell us more about some of the results that came out on the other end as you healed. Being in a job where we have to troubleshoot processes and technology. I'm all about troubleshooting and, you know, looking back and at things that happened. And so my take on it was, right, first I got the diagnosis with, of mononucleosis. So I had to actually cut that out. So I had to kill the mono in my body because my body was under this chronic inflammation response. So once I cut out the mono, then things started to get better. My thyroid started behaving better and you know without the increased inflammation then 
the adrenals were able to kind of relax as well and able to produce the cortisol how it's supposed to be producing. So I think that's what happened. And because I had a whole gamut of issues going on, you know, I had to tackle one at a time. I mean, of course, they're all happening all in the same mm-hmm. same space. But first, target was get rid of the mono, get rid of the source of inflammation. Because if you're not getting rid of the source of inflammation, you're just putting a Band-Aid over it. You know, I could keep taking thyroid right? I could keep taking adrenal supplements. You can. And if you're, that's not your issue, you can keep taking your high blood pressure medication or cholesterol medication. You can keep doing that. And that's up to you. But for me, I wanted to get to the root of the problem so that I wasn't dependent on some medicine or some supplement to keep me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're speaking to this common thread that I talk to people about all the time. So basically, addressing the underlying stress, right? And it could be one of, you know, four major things, like a pathogen, could be food, mm-hmm. could be um, environmental toxins. So you were addressing the proper thing, right? And before you were doing the rest, because otherwise, yeah, you'll just start, you'll just keep chasing your tail. And that's why some people don't get better, because they have an underlying stressor that they haven't addressed. And I just love that. I love that that was your thing. And, and you're talking about healing one thing at a time. Yeah, I, I resonate with that so much, because you're an onion, it's a process, and you really have to, your body can only handle so much stuff at a time, and you really have to do it in priority, right? Like, you can't just hit it all with 20 supplements and expect things to be better. You have to actually <laughs> take all that take all that work on the front and, like, and be strategic. And I just love being, it sounds like you do, too. You just love being strategic. Like, let's take out all the pieces. Let's put these puzzle pieces at the top because we know that that's the most important. You know, that's in the R phase of integrative medicine, right, removing those initial stressors. And so sounds like yeah that was your peeling back the onion and I'm going through that right now myself I'm still working through my onion and it's been fun. it's been hard as you know but it makes you such a better provider because if you've been living it and undoing the layers on your own I literally I kind of light up when I go through a phase and I'm like yes I'm in this phase now like I'm in this phase of onion and it it just makes me so happy because I'm able to see how long it can take and it helps it helps us better support our clients I just love 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 it so how about um, right so so you lost the weight. Um, yeah, I, I think you were talking more. You you cut the mono out. You know, the thyroid got better, and you were working on the sleep. Was there other pieces to that as you unlayered? Well, the number one issue is always food. And for me, gluten, sugar, and dairy are the top three things that will set me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you were asking earlier, so I do have a slight um, physical reaction when I eat gluten. So I'll get itchy in my mucosal membranes and, like, my skin will start to, like, tingle or itch. Mm -hmm. So that's when I know I've overdone it on the gluten. Because, you know, since I've healed, I can tolerate some gluten. And I'm like, oh, that didn't really do much. Like, let's have some more. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, relapse. Yeah, Yeah. I know exactly (laughs) what you mean. And that's always something I talk to people about. Like, our goal is really to get healed so you're not having food sensitivities. But you just never know because some things have certain – there's certain reasons that you're reactive to certain things, like the way they're being processed, the things that are added to them, whatnot. Um, So I I love that you say that because I think we all do that thing where we're like, yeah, well, I can tolerate this. And you find out, yep, what's the threshold? Where are you at with that? Um, So, so yeah, I think food is – Obviously, I think food is a big one um, for sure. And so what is, if you had to tell someone that's listening and maybe feeling just like you felt, 
Like, what would be your gut reaction? Like, what would you tell them that they could do now? Or what are some of your takeaways for that person right now? Um, if they're just listening to this and really resonating and being like, um, I need, like, I, I think I just found what was wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. So first off, what I always tell my clients is caffeine and sleep. You know, get off the caffeine. I mean, if you need one first thing in the morning to kind of perk up, and you, then that's it, like, for a while. Because the funny story is when I first got my diagnosis, my cortisol level was so low, the doctor told me, normally I tell people to lay off the caffeine, but your cortisol levels are so low, I don't know if you'll actually be able to survive without it. So let's just keep you on maybe, like, one coffee in the morning, for now, like, can you imagine my naturopath mm-hmm. telling me to drink coffee once in the morning? Well, he was uh, being smart. <laughs> he didn't want you to fall off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. So then once the supplement started kicking in uh, and I was getting the proper support, then I kind of weaned myself off of coffee. I mean, I do give in because I love coffee. Who doesn't love coffee? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do it in moderation and um, definitely – not past lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And you figured out that that works for you. Yeah, yeah. So, because um, there was a, one of my coworkers that came up to me, and funny thing, they don't know that I do this health coaching thing at all, but he's having issues with sleeping. And I'm like, hey, bud, you know, because I, I see how much caffeine he drinks. You know, he drinks a coffee, in, a large coffee in the morning, then a monster and, you know, more monsters in the afternoon. And I'm like, if you could lay off the caffeine, you could probably sleep better. But it's that cycle, that caffeine, yeah. too much caffeine, can't sleep at night, and you're just chasing tail. And mm-hmm. once you get off of that crazy cycle, it, it'll be hard in the beginning, but try to taper off the caffeine so that it doesn't hinder your sleep at night. And you should feel better rested in the morning and be less reliant on caffeine. And, you know, your body can repair and heal itself at night while you're supposed to be sleeping. Right. You know, you need to get into those deep levels of REM sleep in order for your body to repair itself. And if you're not repairing your body, then what's the sense of sleeping? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think sleep and like quality water, are the easiest things we could do for our health that we discount, we're not doing properly. Right. And I bet you did yeah. a lot of study about sleep as you realized that you need it. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So where can people find you if they want to learn more about your transformational coaching or they just really feel like they're going through the same thing you have gone through? So my website is, you know, www. No. <laughs> AlohaUnveiled.com. So it's A L O H A U N V E I L E D.com. And that's my main site. You can find me there. I hope that those that are listening found some inspiration in your story today. Um, in that just by getting proper sleep and hacking your sleep and really working on that what a huge difference you were able to make in your life and by addressing things in the right priority and understanding it was um, it would take some time. It was really time and you were able to yeah. heal and you've been able to like return to your life in a better place. So I love that. And I think, I think that your story is so real and raw and I hope it inspires 
someone else to kind of live out their less stressed life. So thank you so much, Kylie. Thank you. So great being here.